Hey, you two, this is Rack City. I'm Marcus. I'm Rem. I'm Nikki. And this is React Cast number 2x14. Mm, I said the whole thing there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so this week, some funny stuff happened. Do you know how Barbie, that Barbie movie was coming yeah. out? Yeah, Margot Robbie. And Oppenheimer. Yeah. You heard of that one? I heard that I haven't seen anything about no. it. Oppenheimer is the movie talking about the guy who built the atomic bomb. Mm. But for whatever reason, they're both coming out pretty much at the same time. And a lot of theaters took this opportunity to do a double feature. Well, you can watch the Barbie movie and the Oppenheimer movie back to back. Oppenheimer yeah. is three hours long. Okay. <laughs> the theaters are just jumping at any possible like thread of hope that they can, honestly. Yes. It really is. Um, 200,000 people apparently did do the double feature. Oh, it premiered in Los Angeles on the 9th. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense because I did see her do the whole screening thing. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was doing a press tour, and mid-press tour, it got dropped because the SAG after strike kicked off. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is why um, I speculated early on there, were, there was such a media blitz with her where she was just going everywhere doing all these press tours because they could force her during that time period to do it. Oh. And then the strike kicked off, and then she's gone doing the strike. Oh, she's on the strike. She's on the strike. Yeah. Wait, Wait is she... Is the she, entire thing is on the strike. Is she... In, oh, because I thought, is it just... It's all of Hollywood in a union. I don't know how <laughs> control the unions, how much control the unions have, because I know there's some sectors where literally everybody has to be in a union, or you you, you can't even hold a job. Mm. The so vast majority know. are, for what I the can. vast majority. So there are some that aren't. I think so. I don't exactly okay. know the mechanics of it, but I, from my understanding. It's pretty much Hollywood's all other actors are on mm-hmm. strike right now. Because I wonder, is Margot Robbie on strike for, like, is she enjoying this? Mm-hmm. Or is she like, oh, I guess I gotta go on strike? Well, she I'm voiced support. Oh, okay. Okay. So I actually did plan on bringing this up a bit because we were talking about uh, the other day the Writers Guild strike. Mm-hmm. SAG Astra is striking with 160,000 members. And mm-hmm. the Writers Guild, which has already done a lot to Hollywood, was only 11,000 people. Wow. So this is a big hit to Mm -hmm. Hollywood then. It's gotta be. It's the first time in decades that both the writers and the actors have been on strike at the same time. Mm -hmm. Nice, very nice. So the reason I wrote down here is a dispute over compensation. The minimum wage just isn't enough these days, Mm -hmm. especially in light of the industry-wise shift towards streaming that has changed the way people get residuals and royalty payments. Mm -hmm. The reason reason this is a big problem is because streaming services are notoriously cloudy over their viewership numbers, making it very hard for the actors to know how much they should be getting paid or could have been getting paid if they were not on the streaming service. Mm -hmm. This is also one of the reasons that you saw... um, Scarlett Johansson sued Disney for yeah. doing the streaming and stuff, uh, regular movies. Less money. She felt that it severely hampered how much money she would have gotten. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? It makes sense that the streaming thing being so new on the scene, they're going to take advantage of any amount of fuzziness that they can conjure up as yeah. possible yeah. Yes. so that they can get their money. And like they're basically like milking it for as long as they can before the government would be like, no, you got you to gotta be clearer now. Mm. Fix it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and also there were concerns about AI because the studios, oh, yeah, yeah. they want to use your likeness forever over very minor compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could see like a movie 100 years from now with fake extras in the background who yeah. just gave, got 100 bucks 100 years before. Wow. So it could be yeah. something that crazy. So they just want to just have clear lines of this is not allowed. We do this this way. We don't let AI just take your job forever, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. even if those guys get paid a good amount of money, Everyone else is out of the job forever because who yeah. needs to pay you a lot of money when we've got 20 dudes over here forever? Yeah, yeah that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. The whole thing where AI can like mimic people's voices. Yeah. Very well. Yeah, yeah, it's really dangerous. They have to put some sort of like limitations on it or mm-hmm. 
the, I, I don't know, the, the many industries will go down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. For like it'll go down hard and be hard to like resurrect. It'll have to resurrect because yeah. people need to work to to earn money to pay for the things that people are selling. So yeah. you know, but mm. like the whole AI question, the legal side of it. I was doing some research for some something I was doing. I can't remember. And there are like already like now not quite industries, but like there are like rising positions that are just focused on AI, like yeah. intellectual property mm-hmm. and those kind of things with AI. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, we're also watching Jurassic Kaisen again. Yeah. We're on episode three, I believe. We just watched three? Right? Yes, I yes. think we just watched three, four mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how is this treating you? Um, it's back. Yeah, I, I'm loving it. I'm, it's exciting to see. Yeah. We're going to get to see Gojo and mm-hmm. Ghetto's history. Ghetto. Ghetto. Yeah. ghetto. ghetto. He's so ghetto. He's so ghetto. <laughs> um, and I hate that it's making me like feel compassion towards him right now. Feel like, the compassion. <laughs> I hate it, but it, it's exciting because I want to like. How did Gojo change? Like he changed. We talked about. Yeah, yeah. He's changed. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But he's still in some ways similar <laughs> to how he is right now as a kid. Yeah. You know that we're watching. <laughs> so I'm excited to see this unfold, and also de- like terrified because I feel like whatever this is going to cause this rift. It's gonna be very sad. Yeah, heartbreaking. It's gonna be heartbreaking. Yeah, rip your heart out. Enough to like turn Gojo's mind. Like I feel like it's gonna be a flip on a, of a dime that mm-hmm. switch, oh, yeah. switches Gojo mm-hmm. and Ghetto. Yeah, because the, it's like I like with Gojo, the attitude is still there. It just changes sides. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always there. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be surprised if he ever admits he's wrong. Just like, no, I'm like this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it though. I love Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I I'm I, they're doing this thing where like they change to a completely different story in the next season, but I'm not feeling any of that. Oh yeah, where it, it's a completely different thing from last time. Why yeah. am I watching this? You know, yeah. I'm still interested and I'm still excited, even though I know where these people end up in the future. I'm still like, oh, what happens next? You yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly, when we were watching that, I almost want to say I wanted to feel disappointed. Because I just wanted to get back to Yuji and what they were doing. But I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, this is interesting. Uh, The intro is all them as kids. We're definitely not going back to Yuji this season. Mm -hmm. Unless Unless they do an arc. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, last season, they switched switched intros last season or no? I can't remember. I think they did. They did, yes. Yeah. If it was four episodes, they did. They did, because I remember of the whole fake out with a character that appears and then disappears <laughs> is in the right. intro remember yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they did switch it out but also um, I was going to say something else about what you said and I can't remember um, but the other thing I was thinking that why maybe this the, the feeling we didn't get that feeling of oh I miss the old crew mm-hmm. is because something we talked about before about Itadori and you, um, Itadori Yuji which is he's kind of a blank canvas character yeah mm-hmm. he's not got a lot of main like he, he he started to grow like his abilities and stuff but I actually when I remember the first season I don't think about him so much I don't even remember that he was a part of the fight with Nobaru and those guys on the truck <laughs> I don't remember it was him and her I just remember her wow. I remember her and I remember Megumi's fight wow I do not remember I remember Itadori getting the, the, the his hand eating the, the finger at the yeah. last minute that's I, I do not remember I'm like wow mm-hmm. it's because I remember you I think you were the one who was saying that he's such a blank canvas character mm-hmm. and I think you, you took a while to warm up to him 
Um, I don't remember, but I'd believe it if you said I did. Yeah, I feel like you, you, you were like at first a little taken aback that he was like that, but you were like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that might be part of the reason why we're like the main character for the show. We don't miss him. <laughs> it's okay, Eugene. You can sit, t- take a seat. The other side characters are more interesting. Gojo's story, yeah, please, I want that. Yeah. So that's I think that's one of the reasons that we're not really like disappointed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Japanese manga in general seems to be very good at the main character is not the most interesting thing here. Yeah. And I do appreciate it, but the way you do it in different mangas, I'm starting to really see the contrast because people were complaining. Remember last time I was talking about how people were saying. Um, what's his name? Midori was such a boring main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the other person that I said was surprisingly boring? Tanjiro? Uh, no. Yes, yes. People were saying Tanjiro is a boring main character, and I just didn't see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because people just get sick of it. Maybe because they read or consume an incredible amount of manga, and they see it over and over and over yeah. again. But then you kind of see the tropes now, because uh, with... Uh, Itadori, and now with recently, I saw Chainsaw Man. I didn't watch it, but I, I know about the character now. Mm. They're very much the dumb, lovable, loyal puppies mm. yes. that are the main characters. It's an incredibly mm. accurate statement. Yes. <laughs> they do not understand the danger, no. but it doesn't matter because yeah. they're loyal and they do what it takes. Yeah. I want to get strong and I want to live. Mm-hmm. They mean the two most basic possible things a human being <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not everyone around them, you look at someone they like that. have uh, some interesting yeah, things. Yeah, Megumi. He's trying to avenge his family. You've got um, mm-hmm. Nobaru, who's trying to find her friend, slash also be very strong and wanting to be pretty and not conform yeah. to what people's ideals are. Yeah. Everyone around them are so interesting, except them. Yeah. Um, but... I, I don't it's on purpose, right? It's very much on purpose. Although they nail it with character design. Yeah, <laughs> yeah character. they do do the character design. Like, that's where all of their interest culminates. Yeah, yeah. which in, in a way informs the viewer that this is not a bad character. This is something they did on purpose so that you use them as a vehicle to digest the world. Mm-hmm. In a way. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yes. But I, I can see why someone would get frustrated. I don't hate Itadori by any stretch of mind. I really like Itadori and I yeah. want to see what he's doing. Same. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I want to see if he'll be able to do a domain expansion. At One all. day. Uh, yeah. And like, would it look like exactly like, uh, what's his name? Asuna? Asuna. Asuna's domain. Or, or he's just so powerful when he does it, nothing happens. It's because the entire world is in domain. <laughs> yeah, domain. <laughs> like the whole screen just kind of changes color and you're like, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I saw comments that I kept meaning to bring up in the discussions that I forgot. So maybe here's actually a better place for it. Is that uh, people were talking about how with the trio in modern times with Itadori and the other two, mm-hmm. um, what's her name? Noboru. I can't remember an exact instance, but she's way more aggressive in the conversations that the three have. Like, she's not a back character. She's always present in every conversation that mm-hmm. they're having. She always has an opinion, and yeah. she's always kind of balancing out the other two who are either uh, way too withdrawn with Megumi or way too forward with Itadori. Yeah. And with our characters now that are watching with Gojo, Ghetto, and Shoko, Shoko oh, is the... out of it entirely. Yeah. yeah. And someone was pointing out that they wonder if her running out of the gymnasium when they started to fight is kind of like an analogy for their entire relationship of these two are butting heads and there's nothing stopping them. Mm-hmm. Because the principal just so happens to come in at that time. But he doesn't really care what these guys do. Yeah. He's above them, but he's not involved in their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With um, Itadori, Gojo is involved. And yeah. he tries to help all of them change their ways or... Yes. Mold not, them. Mold them. Not necessarily change them. Understand themselves. Help them understand themselves. Yeah. Noboru would have stopped the fight. 
yeah. if she was in that place. That's true. Shoko mm-hmm. just leaves, and maybe that's part of the reason why these two They explode. had a rift, yeah. yeah. Nobody to balance them out. Nobody would join the fight. Just Join the fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Threaten them with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting comparison. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, that, I think that's really cool. I, I wonder if that is going to add to anything in the future, like the fact that there is nobody... Like calming these people down or like teaching mm-hmm. them how to use communicate, you know. <laughs> um, but I wonder if that's it's basically gonna say like this is what the difference is gonna be with Itadori and yeah. Arkham, and this is what's gonna keep everybody's heads on straight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when the breaking point comes. That's yeah. why it doesn't mm-hmm. break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's an interesting. It makes me think of um, if I do look at Itadori and Megumi. Megumi is a very sulky character, and he could easily... I remember his his ideals were strange, too. Like, I remember when they were trying to um, pinpoint him, even... What's his name? Sakuna found him interesting. Yeah. And he was trying to, like... When he was trying to save Itadori, remember? He was talking about some of his ideals. I can't remember the scene exactly, or what he said. Mm -hmm. But I remember it was interesting. Yeah. Like, whoa. I remember we wanted to know more. Something about him being... Like, he doesn't want to save anybody. He just doesn't want anybody to die in front of him. Yes. And something about saving people that Itadori differed with. That Remember when they were going into the prison? Mm-hmm. There's something about that there, too. Yeah, I can't quite remember, but that, that sounds familiar. Yes. So, I'm thinking, like, a, a little parallel could appear. Because it looks like even their, the ideals between Ghetto and Gojo now, they are... They're pretty, like, different, right? Yes. And Gojo sounds so extreme. Mm-hmm. But at the same Pardon time... Weak. At the same time, he doesn't seem... He doesn't seem harmful or he's not active on it. he's not malicious it doesn't seem malicious and it doesn't look on the surface that it would go that way yeah and that's how i feel with isadori and megumi i'm like but they have a nobody so will we see like somebody worrying about the two of them as they escalate in their their ideals and then you know suddenly no it's not a problem because we got her yeah. you know something like that or or what's his name gojo worrying because that happened between him and ghetto or so, and i just wonder if that parallel will be drawn one day yeah mm-hmm. that would be interesting because i guess in a way they all kind of do something to balance each other out because megumi kind of grounds the other two because yeah. they're just high energy high all energy. the time yes. um and the other two are kind of like both of their ideals are very selfish yeah. Uh, whereas Itadori is doing this completely, like, almost altruistically. He's like, yeah, sure, you can kill me after I get all the fingers. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just want to live for a while, you yeah. know? Uh, and Noboru just kind of keeps the others from d- exploding and killing yeah. each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe in a way the reason they did show us this prequel season two is because they want to show how everything went wrong. Mm-hmm. And then show it happening again, and then the audience can be like, "Oh, I can see this happening again." So without yeah. uh, de- the definition of show not tell, yes. <laughs> really show them what we're wrong. Show the whole thing. Yeah. No flashbacks. <laughs> Flash season. Mm. Um, and I also wonder if maybe we get a little bit of unreliable narrator. Oh, that would be cool. I like unreliable nar- narration. It's just they're so direct opposite in their beliefs, but they're both fully formed. In that Gojo already has had his his weird backstory where they kind of hinted at as a child he was abandoned or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they've already got Ghetto who has no, seemingly has no family and he's on his own at the school. So what could anyone here lose that affects them so much that they change? Especially because I thought at first it was Shoko, but then I forgot, you know, Shoko's in season one. Yeah. So what could have possibly happened that any of these people would care about? Like they all have to care about the same thing for it to break the group apart. I wonder know? if it's the junior. Because I don't remember her future. Star Plasma? No, the junior. 
Like, it could be the star plasma. She She's a high possibility. But I'm thinking about the junior that Gojo um, was making fun of when he tried he rescued her the, from oh, the no, very she's beginning. In, she's in season two. Yeah, I don't remember what she was. Oh, the scar in the face? The scar in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, in season he teases two. her all Sorry, time. in the first season. No, yeah. I don't remember her. Okay, so everybody's there, yeah. So it's Star Plasma then. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody else appears. Yeah, I keep wanting to point something out with Star Plasma, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want it to be at the front of my mind or either of your guys' mind while you're watching this, because this is this is interesting. But I'm like, this is this spoiler? Because it happens in season one. But what's but technically, do they not want you to think about it? Like, I don't know. I think we, we don't remember a lot from season yeah. one. So if you remember something, please. And, and also, it's, if you notice something, it's not a spoiler. It's just not. Because okay. you don't know the story. Yeah. It's true, but... You haven't read the manga or anything, so anything you notice is theory. Yeah, it's not a spoiler. Yeah. But no, what I know is fact, though. Okay. Why so do you know fact? Because it's, they straight up say it in season one. Well, then it's, uh, we should know. I don't, but yeah, I don't want you to know, because then you gotta, maybe it affects your viewing experience, because you're just kind of like waiting for this to happen. Okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know, you know she care. has done soft spoilers before and not thought it was a spoiler, so if she feels this strongly about it, I'm going to trust you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, something, oh yeah, something else. Uh, something I did notice from season one, actually, is the reason Gojo's red isn't working. Because in his fight against Goto, the volcano head guy, mm-hmm. He, Jogo. Jogo. I was, I was thinking that didn't sound right. Okay, the head guy. When he did red, he said curse reversal red. And they already seeded that he's been trying to do the reverse. Oh, yeah. It's not working. Yes. So that's he's why. He's going to learn it from Shoko, right? Because she's the one who He's got to be. She's the only one who can do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And apparently, people, uh, I saw an explanation on it. It's an, it is reversed cursed energy and not necessarily a technique, which is why it's so weird and why she's with the big boys. Is she's extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, no one knows how it works, but it's also literally positive energy. Uh, Everyone uses yeah. cursed energy, but she's literally using good somehow, uh, and no one knows how. That's cool. And, and <laughs> I, I guess they even put it in where it's literally timey wimey to her. She's like, you go fo-fo, and fo-fo. Yeah. Easy, right? Yeah, so she's dumb. She's unnatural with it, <laughs> yeah. to the point that she cannot explain she what she can't does. explain. She's it's so instinct. mellow. She has no bad energy. She can only yes. use good energy. Yes. Positive vibes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. It'd be insane in their worlds. Like, you're using what? <laughs> that even Positivity? <laughs> Before we move on, I, I was watching, um, no, I got an email. I think it was from Patreon. Really? Uh, about, or YouTube, about, oh, I think it was YouTube, about trends or something mm-hmm. like that. They have these little videos that they sat on the side. Yeah. And they're like, how to look at, you know, jump on trends. And I saw an interesting dance. This is pretty old now because it was from season one of Jujutsu Kaisen. The dance that they did in the outro with the funny coloring, yeah. that apparently was a really trendy dance in Asia that a lot of different animes used, had been doing. It looked it looked familiar. Yeah, was, it yeah. has a name that I don't remember. Lika, Liki, Toka 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 Dance, also known as Toka Toka Dance or Toka Toka Anime Dance. I see. Alright, let's spend a lot of time Just going down, you know, rabbit hole of memes. It's fun. So, uh, also, Dororo came, and it's a pretty awesome show. Yes! Yeah, any thoughts on that show? Uh, I still love the concept. Of course, I'm the one who, you know, oh, yeah, started yeah, watching yeah, it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. Yeah. yeah, it's a great show so far. I love love the concept. I love mm-hmm. how the character's developing. I love the, uh, 
the idea that the, the character is gonna kind of go backwards a little bit before going forward. Although, the last episode we watched, episode four, mm-hmm. um, was him reacting to one of the changes that has occurred. And it was a lot more tame than I thought they could go. Yeah, yeah. And I was happy with that. I was, I was glad it wasn't as, as crazy as it could be and making it more like shonen, shonen like. No, it's a little more t- tame, a little more in in character, I guess, for this particular character. Character. Yeah. yeah. Um, he doesn't know how to emote. Right. What is that? So just it was it was cool. To the rain with his skin, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, I, I like it so far though, I, and I'm excited to watch more. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the show. I really want to know why it didn't do better. According to the comments, it really seems like it didn't pop off the way people were expecting it to. Mm -hmm. Then again, it could just be people wanting more people on YouTube to react to it. That's entirely possible, because when I did look it up, there didn't seem to be a huge amount of reactions to the show. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, I know what it's like when you want to see people watch a certain scene and there's just no one doing it. So I I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wonder if it's going to be another Akadama Drive, because Akadama Drive was great. All the way through. I think we found a couple of things that were like, what the heck? But it, it wasn't worth not being great. Yeah. You know? It should have been more popular. Yeah. So, I'm excited to, to see all Doro. I'm, I'm confident that there won't be any, like, plot-breaking things. I, I don't know why I'm confident, but I am. It you feels I mean? like a quality it show. It feels quality. Yeah. I don't think the this, these writers are the type that are just going to jump the gun and do something crazy just because mm-hmm. it feels like they're sound and they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's been described as like the the origin of a lot of animes at least the manga was like the guy mm-hmm. who wrote it being the god of manga. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean you're not gonna go into that with anything less than your best. Yeah. So I, I expect good things from them. Cool. What other animes is this god of manga made? Great question. I do not know. I did not look it up. <laughs> oh, I just remember okay. from being informed that the person who wrote it was called the god of manga. Oh, uh, okay. So he's the god of manga because he's inspired other writers, yeah. not because he made other. He's episodes. one of the first, if not the first, to kind of make manga in the style that it was that caught on to everyone else. Oh, mm. I see. And also cool. one of the earliest animes. Cool, 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 cool. It looks good for an early anime. Well, I th- this is a remake. Yeah. Oh, this is a remake, right? Yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, they're, uh, you've seen the original? Did I show you the original? Uh, let me show you. This look, look, at that the, look at that hair. Oh my gosh. Wow. Look at the like brown 50s. face. <laughs> or 60s. Yeah, that's why I was saying when you could kind of see the animation when you saw his eyes mm-hmm. in the intro, it kind of looks like this. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he's wearing this clothes instead of the one that he's in, wearing in the show. Oh, I did not see that. Goes too fast. Anchors. He's wearing anchors. Oh, look, a colored version. Oh, yeah. I think the show's been redone a couple of times. Yeah, um, we also have Roni Kenshin, which came back. Yes. Um, it's a pretty interesting show. I'm watching it for the first time. I, I do think, as I'm watching it, I can understand why a lot of people um, hold this dear in their heart when they watched it way back when, because mm-hmm. it does feel like an older anime, not in that it's... Antiquated. Yeah, not in that it's antiquated, just mm-hmm. the techniques and the story paces feel older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what that means, so, um, <laughs> but it, it's a great show to me. The only thing I think I mentioned in probably one of the episodes that just annoys me is the style of um, face of the girl. Really? really? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I said, I think I, I think you me. mentioned something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't like that style of anime. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very, I think it's because I, I was, what's the word, like, not PTSD, but like traumatized maybe a little bit 
from DeviantArt days of anime artists <laughs> who sucked. Wow. And those were the eyes, not those particular, but that style of eye was the one that would They're try to draw all the time. Mm-hmm. And even I myself, when I started getting into anime, that was the style I was going for. <laughs> and so I hated it because I hate, I didn't like how it looked, but I didn't know how to do better eyes. <laughs> so, but it reminds me of that. Some of the scenes is much better. I'm like, oh, this is much nicer. I like this style. <laughs> I like that her, her, um, profile, is it profile? Not profile. When it's sideways, what's the sideways yeah, profile. profile? Profile view. Um, I liked very much, but the straight on, I'm not a fan. But I'm, I'm getting used to it, so it'll, it'll, it'll be at the wayside by the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, when, when I said uh, slower, uh, older type of anime, I mean like uh, the story beats in that, do you remember how they were hinting at his backstory, a mm-hmm. type of person he wasn't where he came from? Mm-hmm. It feels like it's lingering and dropping breadcrumbs of that more yeah. than modern anime would. Like, it feels like Demon Slayer. Either they would just oh. tell you, or we get to a fight and we move on. And we get to a fight and we move on. And I have this backstory. You see the flashback for the backstory. Mm-hmm. You That's now know it. this character. Yeah. You move on. And maybe you'll come back with this character meeting up again, but it does not... It never has to go back on that flashback. That's true. You've seen it. Yes, with true. this, we get breadcrumbs. And it's not moving on from that. We, we, we get more story, breadcrumbs, more story, breadcrumbs, because it's taking its time to establish the character and builds the mythos of this character before it tells you anything about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, we did learn a bit with uh, Yamagata um, saying that he used to be an Imperial and yeah, all that. Yeah, a little bit more. But it's very little, yeah. and it's much slower. It takes its time. And there's still mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm not saying that to say it's bad. It's just it's kind of jarring after seeing all these newer animes to yeah. go back to one, and it's like, I recognize this from 10 years ago. Yeah, you have a, a gentler pace. Like yes. You're not running, you're not sprinting towards yeah. whatever the goal is. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a fight doesn't have to take the entire episode. It could just be a build-up. This fight occurs in three minutes and we move on to, with our day. Yeah. You know? That's yeah, true. Because the fight wasn't like the, the, the whole episode. The, yeah, it wasn't the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'd be interested to come back to this point at the end of this season, season. Mm-hmm. to see how we how we take this this particular style of writing yeah. compare it to the modern day mm-hmm. like what's better in our yeah. minds are we gonna are we gonna become like those people who like vintage wine <laughs> and speed on any I, of the uh, current modern typeists okay <laughs> i'm interested to see how you will take it yeah because I'm used to watching slower-paced animes because I'm I'm a casual noob. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, not noob. Uh, normie, I guess. I like the the very slower like slice, slice of, of life. life. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like slice of life. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um, so I, but you, I know you prefer more action-oriented anime. So I'm wondering how you're gonna enjoy this pace. Like, is it gonna be new and fresh to you, or are you gonna be like mm-hmm. it's too slow? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that with my taste for anime, and I think in general, our taste, Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily that one is better than the other. It's Mm -hmm. that sometimes just in a mood for one. Yeah. It's it's like uh, I could have a steak dinner every night, but sometimes I just want a burger. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Maybe I'll have a burger for every day for the year. It doesn't mean I didn't like a steak dinner. Yeah. It's like it tastes pretty good. I'm just going to keep eating this. (laughs) Steak's pretty good, though. Yeah. Something like that. So so watching this, it's like I haven't had this in a long time time i wouldn't mm-hmm. say i'm feeling like oh that's refreshing necessarily mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. but it might change that towards the end mm-hmm. but it does feel like i was not expecting this flavor so yeah yes. and yes. so processing it i guess yeah so uh, with that we can move on to rose rants i've actually got something here 
but yeah. Um, I don't have anything to rant about, but I have something I'm super excited about. What's that? There's this game on Steam that's going to release uh, at the end of July, and I'm super excited about it. It's called Let's School. <laughs> and I played the demo for it. And it's it's so much fun. I haven't I haven't been this excited or had this much fun with a game in a very long time. Ooh. Yeah, you've literally played the demo over like yes. ten times now. <laughs> like five. Oh, okay. It's not ten. It's not that bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my gosh, look at that. It, but yeah, you can build your oh own gosh. school. You, like the style of it, you can uh, edit it however you want, and you can you get to s add the little uh, furnitures and everything in there. Oh. Uh, yeah, I love it. Oh. I, it's my favorite. A rustic school. Yes. In this trailer I've ever seen here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I love that feeling too when mm -hmm. you're just, you know, you're just perusing and you come across a demo and you're like, ah, why not? Yes. And you try it and then it's like the most amazing yes. thing. Now, I'm hoping this isn't the case, but what's happened to me a lot of the time is you try the demo and when you get the real game, it just doesn't feel the same. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that happens like 25% of the time. So I'm very mm -hmm. curious what your reaction is going to be. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that the demo isn't too big of a departure from the game, though, because the demo is quite literally playing two weeks of the game actual game. In, it's just in the game, game yeah. In, okay. Yeah, and in two in-game weeks, and I've I'm having so much fun. Oh my gosh. It looks interesting. It looks yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. the All only, different styles. The only thing that's frustrating with building is. The way you put roofs down is you put put them down block by block. Oh my gosh! And then no. if okay. you want the roof to tilt a little bit more, you gotta f scroll through, find the r correct roof with the correct height, and then you gotta put it down block. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the only thing. Uh, so roofs are not for me. <laughs> okay, out. so you don't so you don't have to have roofs. No, you don't have. Just to. for prettiness. Yeah. But does it like give you a score or something? Okay, that person just did a bunch of whatever that is on the roof. Uh, they just built a oh, what? other thing. What? Yeah, you can click and drag, but you still have to like choose each individual. So like, the corner piece is different oh, from Oh my gosh, yeah. I see. And so if it's you want not a window on it, you gotta yeah. They need an auto roof. They need auto roofing. Please. Yeah. So it seems like maybe they want you to be able to make such unique things that yeah. every individual part can be. Or you could just do one of the Japanese roofs, because, you know, where people just can just, just go hang to out roofs. roofs. That's what that was my plan, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, you know, funny enough, I, I heard one time that they actually don't let you do that in Japan. What? Yeah, like, you're all not supposed to. Like, show you doing that, but you can't actually get yeah, to you're not supposed to. What? Supposed I, thought, to I thought someone was saying, one of you guys was saying that it, it's a thing where you can, like, they have gardens and stuff. Some some places do, do have, like, nice areas, but it's not like a, let's go to the roof. And okay. just, like, you know, it's just, the ones that are just bare roofs with, like, transformers on the top and stuff. Mm. I don't think you're supposed to go up there. Okay. Yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. Because there's like literally, literally no guardrail. Like, that would be dangerous. Mm -hmm. Don't let people do that. No. I wonder why it got so common then. Maybe it was just originally supposed to be, these are the kids on the outs. Like, they don't really conform to rules, but mm. they just exist. Mm. And so they go through the roof occasionally. Yeah. And then every anime just like, this is a great set piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best place to be, the roof. Yeah, because if you think about it, like, most regular TV shows, they have the office scene, right? Where you have the overlook for the entire city and they just talk about random crap. Yeah. That has to be what they do with the roof. Yeah. They get yeah. overlook of the city, but where else are you going to get that except on the roof? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So roofs are fake in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the conclusion. That's the conclusion. <laughs> yes. 
but this game I'm just saying it looks really cool all the things you can do in this trailer right now so excited oh yeah you have to yeah you have to make sure the rooms are cool for the kids to be able to like pay attention in class and stuff wow yeah so and you there's like a a research tree where you can research yeah and uh, build up your the amount of things you can get so you start with having like a whole ice block in the room and then you uh, upgrade to fans uh, yeah, and there's also natural like disasters. natural disasters. Yeah, it looks like, like an earthquake. earthquakes. Yeah, because earthquakes are common in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also. So do you have to like have to think about? Yeah, do you have to like structure your place to be good for natural disasters, or um, is it kinda. just resources? Uh, kind of that you. I didn't haven't had any natural disasters in any of the demos that I've played through, um, but you like there are like building qualities like you start off with basic building quality and then you upgrade later you can have brick how um structures Mm -hmm. and that is better for standing up against earthquakes Mm. so i'm wondering how that's gonna uh yeah so my another challenge i have another question is it all sandbox or is there like a story mode there's not really a story mode but there are story elements of things that can happen like you can uh, send your kids on a field trip to like unlock a different area and then from unlocking that area you meet like oh there's another school uh, that we can become friendly with Mm. uh, or they can hate you and they can like be like um, I'm gonna start uh, recruiting from this area that you might already be recruiting students from is like so uh, don't let your guard down or something like that wow yeah Uh, so they so there's no like story progression but there's like kind of a goal that you want to meet mm. you know it feels a little bit more manageable than say planet zoo because mm. i like planet zoo but it's it's super like when i stop playing for a while it's so hard to get back into it because yeah. i have to re-remember how to do things yeah and all the controls to to, to build and the rules and how to take care of the animals and where everything is so it feels like a little i don't know it, it, if it is but it feels like a little bit of a step down mm-hmm. something more manageable yeah dealing with a, me, yeah dealing with a, a zoo of kids a zoo of kids yeah mm-hmm. you can also like micromanage their curriculum oh for like individual kids uh, no, not for individual. Oh, for, for class. Class. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and you have like four for the day. There's like morning meeting that's mm-hmm. uh, mandatory, mm-hmm. and then for the you pick and choose the four um, parts of their day. I guess you can do English, um, English art, math, and what's the other one? Uh, physical education. Mm. And then Ooh. after a while, you can also unlock after school and clubs and stuff like that. So I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And I, I paused the trailer here just to show, look how cramped this classroom, classroom looks. Is, and yeah. look how massive the hall yeah. is. <laughs> what is up with that? Yeah, I, you know, the funny thing is, like, there, there are rooms like that in my old university. Yeah. Good luck passing by. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to see, you sit down, you sit down. And that's where you stay until the class is over. <laughs> I hated that classroom. <laughs> yeah. I would hate it too. Yeah. Um, so there's been natural disasters. You have to watch out for the temperature and stuff. Mm-hmm. Can people die? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Can children dying? Oh no. I mean, it just seems like there's a lot of dangerous stuff that can happen. Yeah, maybe. I, I think it just affects your your school because there's also yeah. like a uh, school influence room, uh, like the niceness of the room. Yeah. Uh, by how bright it is, how much decorations you have in there, it kind of upgrades the room. 
and it gives you bonuses to how well the kids learn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the, the you talking about you know customizing their curriculum made me think. Can you have like a favorite class? Oh, so maybe. then that class just did. keeps like getting smarter and smarter and leaves everybody else behind. I did have a, one that like that, um, and they were like maxing out every because there's like a, a minimum requirement you have to meet for like whatever their major is gonna be because they're like. Each of them has an aspiration, Mm -hmm. and you kind of want to put them into the similar classes with similar aspirations because you want them all to meet the minimum requirements to get to whatever college they want to go to. Mm -hmm. Um, That's an interesting concept. Yes. (laughs) It gets a little bit... Yeah. It's just another added complication that you have to think about sometimes, but at the same time, it's a fun complication because once you figure it out, you... It's kind of a set and forget unless you record recruiting new kids. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about that, like in terms of our actual school. Why don't they group kids based on aspiration? That's like too smart. Way that's too smart. Too smart. <laughs> like, come on! Like they're grouping kids. Like they're. Well, that's what a uh, what do you call it? A magnet school. Magnet school based on aspiration. Well, there's like a, a there was a the school that our cousin went to was a school for tech for. Photography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's like a whole school. That's like a trade school. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about that. No, but she, it was high school for her. Mm. Yeah, but it's a photography school. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And I'm saying not like that. I'm but saying a, a... For inspiration, you know? Yeah, I know, but I want it to be on a, like, basic level of <laughs> school. Like, when instead of taking a kid out just because they're a fast learner and putting them in another class that is so much faster that they can't keep up. This happened to a, a coworker of mine, her kid, super fast learner, great, very smart, put him in an AP class and he failed. Then he was doing so badly, they had to, he was like, I don't want to go back into that AP class. And so he just, he'd rather coast in an easy class versus instead of doing that, group kids based on aspiration. If this kid and this kid both want to be photographers mm-hmm. and they're in a similar class that is, that's teaching things um, with that perspective, mm-hmm. they'll bo- they'll kind of like boost each other up. It's like, oh my gosh, I found this, and it's like, really, let me see that, and they'll be more interested and excited about learning. I think. Disagree? Yes. Okay. Uh, why? Uh, uh, because kids don't know what, what they want to be when they grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, I was gonna mention that, but I, I just want to say this point first. But my other thing that I always have these like. A th- ideas about how I would run a school that's so I'm like maybe I'd play this game but I don't know like if they can do the things I'm thinking I want to do but one of the things I think about is something I have actually an aspiration to do one day is to have like a program where kids are led through a thing where they are exposed to all of the different like all the different possibilities of jobs out there like in, in a general sense and, to, and then the things they're interested in they kind of get push into the, the details of mm-hmm. I don't know I don't really have a specific for that but that's an idea of something they can do in a school too you yeah. know but that it, you don't think about doing that unless you have the idea of grouping by aspiration uh, but it, it just made me think of that yeah. the only schools do almost kind of have that with just uh, what do you call it extracurriculars yeah and clubs maybe they can do better <laughs> yeah, I think everyone could agree they can do better yeah. It's just the way to do it. It's the weird thing. Yeah. Um, the one, the only thing about the schools that I've, I really hope they change one day is I feel like the base level education is too much in some areas and too little in others. Mm, yes, that's true. Like, I um, completely agree. Like, I don't think when you're in sixth grade you need to exactly understand how, what molecules make up magma. 
Yeah. It was something like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you necessarily need to know how exactly rocket fuel is created. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to say that there aren't kids who are interested in that sort of thing. I just think your, your time would be better spent if you're expanding on maybe um, how businesses work in terms of structure. How do taxes get mm-hmm. filed? Where does your money go when you pay taxes? Mm-hmm. Things that the average citizen would need to know in order life to prosper. skills. Yeah, prepare the person to live a regular life. Mm-hmm. And then, once you're done with that, when you're moving towards the later senior year of high school, that's when you expose them to... I thought I heard a weird sound. That's when you expose them to higher learning. You yeah. show them what advanced rocketry would be like if you chose that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, what archaeology would be like if you want to do that for history, stuff like that. And then in college is where you learn how this works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how the science behind every single mm-hmm. piece of how a rocket goes in the sky works. Because mm-hmm. that's what you wanted to do when you were And, and yeah. by that point, you're interested in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And interest is important for learning. If you're not interested, you're not going to learn it. Yeah. And and that's the same thing. Like, I hear people all the time saying they want to take, like, history out of school because they feel like it doesn't help them in their lives at all. I feel like history could be changed, but I do think you you need your country's history, for one. Yes. So you know how it got to this point, so you can avoid other things. Mm -hmm. You also need some world history to understand how the world is right now and why there's tension around certain things, Mm -hmm. why certain countries don't like each other, that kind of history. Yeah. I agree that maybe you don't necessarily need to memorize every Mm -hmm. single pharaoh in the original dynasty. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you don't need to know that. Yeah, I do not need to know the history of Shakers in America, you know? Yeah, you don't need to know stuff like that. Yes. So I, I agree there needs to be a lot of shaping up in high school at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but even like in college um even the class that we're taking now yeah. is business focused mm-hmm. they're saying a lot of people go into businesses and they the businesses have to basically give them more courses mm. to catch them up to learn yeah. things that they Should need to know in order to be in the business world like wow. writing skills they need to completely re teach them on how to write because the way we write in English like English class is like 2,000 word um, minimum mm-hmm. but in business you want to be as concise as possible so the, uh, the class we're taking now is business communications they were trying to teach it to be take out the and then I um, as per our previous correspondence where you had requested blah 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 it's like, yeah. as you asked about before and just continue, like just be as concise as possible. And they have to completely reteach us because of the way we learn is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But and college isn't necessarily perfect because, like, um, uh, there's a finance course, right? Mm-hmm. And in order to graduate for a finance course, you need to learn about ancient civilizations. <laughs> and listen, I enjoy ancient civilizations, <laughs> but I understood when my classmate was like, "Why the hell do I need to learn about ancient <laughs> Mediterranean Sea? I'm just trying to do finance." <laughs> I get you. Yeah. It, it kind of makes sense why you're frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah, so guys, thank you guys very much for joining us another week for ReactCast. Uh, thank you very much for watching the quizzes and these shows as well. They're growing. They're all doing very well. Thank you very much. But we'll see you in the city. Guys, if you'd like to see these episodes early, you can see them two weeks early with the Patreon down in the description. And also, you can leave your own comments down below. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the city. Goodbye. Bye.